You heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Both football are back. The NFL and college, neck and neck. We got it going on. Week one, college underway, uh, already in the books. Week one, NFL coming up starting tonight. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Uh, try to make it quick for you today. Um, try to keep it away from the copyright infringement on that intro, though. <laughs> the... Uh, a couple of things happening with the NFL before they start the season off. Uh, quick retirement by Andrew Luck. Yeah, the NFL is out of luck. That's what it seems to be. And, uh, you know, it seemed like he retired in the middle of a game. It was like a weird timing when they announced it. Yeah, no, the thing is, he wanted to keep it till after the game, but the news broke during the game. So he was sitting on, standing on the sideline in street clothes, and then the news broke, and then the disgusting Colts fans started booing him. Yeah. Taking off his jerseys. Well, what do you, I mean, no, you, don't, you, have a passion, you have a passionate fan base who's been, you know, boozing up at the stadium. Of course, like, of course you, admit, you have to think that some people are going to do this. I didn't think it was going to be not, as many as that's what That's what I'm saying. Like, but, but the thing, the whole, he's the heart and soul of your franchise. Yeah, I had but, my heart ripped out by, by okay, this as well. But I'm just saying, personally, I just think it's disgusting that a fan base booed someone with so, like, many injuries throughout his whole career. He hasn't really been healthy at a single point of his career since college, and he's giving you his all, mentally and physically, and he just couldn't take it anymore, and you boo him. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, he was your franchise quarterback, but this can lead you to getting Trevor Lawrence in the future if you want to tank. Well, like, it, <laughs> I think one of the things that, that a lot of them have issues with, uh, not that it makes a difference, I mean, when you're injured, you're injured, but the fact that he's gotten injured away from the football field so much, that's, I think, resonating in people's brains with, with what's going on here, I'm, he's he's a young kid. He likes to do things. He, you know, injured his shoulder snowboarding, and it, it's a. It, it would be frustrating as as a diehard fan uh, going into the into the season and the like. You're in the middle of the preseason here. We're about to start the regular season. You're Super Bowl favorites almost, and well, to and, me. And to me, I, I just don't think that, honestly, not going to lie to you, I don't think there's going to be a big drop-off from Brissett, from Luck. There's going to be, I think, a four, three-game difference of wins, but I don't think that the Colts are in bad hands because... But that's the Super Bowl. No, I get it, but I don't think they were going to win the Super Bowl at all with Luck, but the thing is, the Colts' defense is amazing. I think they have one of the best coaches in the league, and I'll get back to that later, and... They still have a really good offense. I mean, Mack, I think, is a good running back. T.Y. Hilton, they got Funchess. I think they got good receivers. They will go as far as, obviously, Brissett will lead them. I think they still are 9-10 I think Brissett's, a, Brissett's a, a very good quarterback. Okay, maybe not very good, but he's good. Yeah, um, I, I say a 9-10-1 team still. He's completely serviceable in the NFL. He's smart. He's a field general. He can really he knows what to do with the ball. He's, he's played behind Brady. He's learned from him. Speaking of playing behind Brady, they picked up Hoyer as well. Um, so I mean, love Hoyer. I love love Brian <laughs> love Hoyer. Um, he's been in the league forever. It seems best like. backup in the league of he's all time be. too. Maybe probably Maybe. the best. He has a um, lot of Super Bowl. Right? He really does. He does. But he hasn't played in any of those Super Bowls. Um, but Jacoby Brissett, so, smart guy. He he this extension that he just got with uh, with smart. Indianapolis. He negotiated it himself. He doesn't have an agent. Yeah, he's a very he's smart just, dude. He's a, why should I mean his he's, he's got part he's got part of a UF education too. Yeah, well I mean <laughs> before he left to NC State, um, and 
the cool thing about that is that, like, I mean, his own quote was, like, why let somebody BS on his behalf when he can do it? Like, he can do it himself, so why not get his own money? I mean, when you think about Luck retiring at the age of 29, some other big names come up that retired in their prime. So, obviously, you got two of the big names for you. Yeah, but, I mean, as a huge Lions fan, they're obviously the two most notable early retirement NFL players in Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. The big thing that I appreciate about the way that they went out is that they didn't do it right before the season started. Well, not only that, I mean, dude, they played for the Lions, and the Lions were nothing. Even if they did do it before the season started, I mean, it's not, it wouldn't have changed anything. You, they well, were still bad. The last two playoff appearances the Lions have had are because of those two players. Okay, fair enough. But, I mean, still, uh, obviously the Calvin Johnson was a shock to us all. I wasn't really anything during the Barry Sanders retirement, but... Calvin Johnson, I mean, top of his game, he almost broke 2,000 receiving yards. It, yeah, yeah, top of his game, but with with bad legs. Um, I know, it's tough. People targeting him all the time, playing in double coverage. It takes a toll on your body. Uh, when you don't have the, the ankles and knees that you used to have, it's, it's really tough to compete at the high level that you expect yourself to be at, which is why I understand why some of these guys retire early. Yeah, especially... Most of them being in the NFL. Yeah, and also this year with Gronk retiring, he came out a few days ago saying the joy was just gone from the football, He and he had too many injuries, and he wanted to take time to rest. So obviously when he said he wanted to take time to rest, people were saying, oh, is that leaving the door open for a return? I think Gronk's dumb. I don't think he, I don't think he wants he to come back. He had too many concussions. But if he comes many, back, I mean, Jason Witten did it. I know, but Jason Witten was never injured. Jason, it, It's true, it's true, but... I mean, also awesome. took time off <laughs> to rest and came back. He's old and he's not going to be. He's not going to be what he used to be. But it'll be a great. Can you talk to guy. me how he had a full set of hair for Monday Night Football and then all of a sudden he's bald again? You bald with the helmet? <laughs> like, it's, it's, the helmet slides on, on and off a lot easier when you don't have hair. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, um, no, but I mean, like Gronk retired or, uh, in his prime. I mean, one of the best tight ends to ever play the game. Yeah. You have. Patrick Willis, who one was of one of the best linebackers, top of the league linebacker, I mean, I'm gonna, and I'm going to cross Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to cross sports. I'm going to say Brandon, Brandon Roy. Roy. Yeah, I don't like honestly Brandon Roy. If he never had his knee issues, man, he could have been one of the. I think the best shooting guards of all time. Like he was special. He was really good. He was, he was really special, good. man. And like imagine just that team. If they had a healthy Greg Oden, a healthy Brandon Roy, Lamarcus Aldridge was there. Like that team, like. <laughs> In itself could have been something amazing, but that just that that's why it's sad that injuries cut so many promising like careers short, or just like I mean all these players. Yeah, and I think it goes to show you that since most of these people who retire early or in their prime, uh, being in the NFL, it goes to show you how how dangerous the sport really is, and, oh, and yeah. how much that. That nowadays, uh, because it's happening more and more, mm-hmm. nowadays how much people are actually taking into consideration the long-term effects of playing this game. So, yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the only player notably that retired not due to injuries was Barry Sanders, right? He just got sick of the Lions. Yeah, he got. I mean, he got tired of losing, yeah, which I don't mean, blame him. And he was me. the only player that retired with like no like health concerns, I don't believe. And he just like said, yeah, I mean, I'm done. Bo Jackson had a hip injury that ended yeah. his NFL season. And he, Yao he Ming was, was was just too big for his own body. I mean, Yao Ming um, was a special talent too. I'm just like, I mean, a couple years ago, we the rookie Chris Borland uh, had a great season, and then he retired from the NFL. Yeah, it was a first round pick. He was yeah. 
I mean, he played one year in the NFL. He retired at 24 from the 49ers. He, uh, I mean, he now works with the NFL and, and the military veterans to, you know, who suffer from traumatic injuries to be able to, you know, help them overcome these things. But, you know, having the looming, uh, looming thoughts of these CTE and brain injuries and, and all of these other complications that come with playing the game. He didn't think it was worth it, and and I, I don't, blame, don't blame him. him. I don't blame him either, man. Head injuries are scary, yeah. dude. But I speaking mean, of people that haven't retired yet, uh, we have a couple predictions for for some of the uh, awards that come out at the end of the year, and who we think is going to make it to the AFC and NFC Championship games. So, uh, I guess the my favorite award, the most important award, the MVP. Uh, Mike, who do you have winning the MVP this year? I have who Stephen A. says is a bad man. I have Aaron Rodgers. Can this be the last time that we ever reference Stephen A. on this podcast? Is this also the first time? Yeah, can it be the first time? <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers is, he wasn't healthy last year. I think he's finally fully healthy in a new offense with uh, the new head coach. I think, I mean, and He's getting more, like, obviously, leeway. I think he's going to have a tremendous year. He's got Devontae Adams. Like Aaron Jones is a good running back. He's got the Valdez two, like, Stanton. Stanton man. I think he's going to be back to his MVP caliber. I think he's going to be. I think the new coach is really going to help him out. I think they were really stagnant with, uh, with the McCarthy offense for he the last was, several yeah. years. Um, it was a good thing they finally changed, and they almost wasted. <laughs> I've got Aaron some Rogers other final career. I've, I've got some other some other things I'm going to talk about Green Bay later. He's not my MVP. I've got the MVP going to Patty Mahomes. Shock there. He's mostly a lot of people's favorite. He to repeat. I, we haven't had a repeat MVP in a while, and I just the guy. think the first the guy's full, electric. You the think guy's the electric. First, you just think the first full two season he plays, he's going to win MVP both seasons. It's possible. It is possible. I just I don't see it happen. I mean, like he came onto the scene last year, no one knew like what he would bring, and I, I just think a lot more teams are going to be prepared for him. I mean, he lost a huge weapon in Kareem Hunt. I don't think Williams is going to be anything like Hunt. Yeah. I, I mean. He's got. He still got Kelsey. He still has got Tyree Kill. But I mean, that defense is still terrible. So yeah, he might. His number, offensive numbers, might inflate because of how bad the defense but his is. Coach is up. the his coach is the original quarterback whisperer. So with <laughs> well, that, they did like, get Lashawn McCoy to reunite with Andy Reid. So Lashawn McCoy being there, I mean, like, listen, he's got weapons. The, the kid's got weapons. He's got youth. He's got agility. He's got a gun. Yeah, but obviously I his, the tools, his the tools are there, and it's. It, I think I think he's got a good shot at it. I mean, it again. obviously the numbers are going to regress. You can't repeat those numbers he put up last. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe I, he could be going. He could be going for sixty touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> you never Jeez. know. You never know. All right. Well, uh, the uh, offensive player of the year. Uh, I don't like uh, having the same MVP and offensive player of the year. Just I know. Never. And because so. you always. It says, oh, offensive player of the year can't be a, a quarterback because that is normally the MVP. So I just say. Forget offensive player of the year. Just do MVP and say whoever was the best player. Yeah, or like if the MVP is an offensive player, then there should only be a defensive player of the year award. Yeah. Or if like the MVP is a defensive player, and then the <laughs> offensive player of the year award yeah. should be the other one there. Yeah. Um, but they should pick one of the two to be the MVP, yeah. in my eyes, instead of having three separate yeah. awards. But that being said, uh, offensive player of the year, I got the guy who just signed for uh, just under a buttload of money. Yeah, um, Jerry Jones <laughs> gave him ninety million. For yeah, six I got years. Zeke. Zeke is the offensive player of the year. Um, 
He's got something to prove. He's got to prove. He's got to prove he's worth the worth the contract. See, before you say that, and before I go with my offensive uh, player of the year, I just want to point out that the Dallas Cowboys are the NFL equivalent to the Michigan Wolverines. They are always the pick of the preseason to win the Super Bowl or the college football playoffs. Everyone is so high on them, yet when the season starts, disappointment. They always have the talent. They always have the players. And the head coach, I mean, John Harbaugh, and then you got Jerry Jones, Jason Gary. Like, they are always predict, uh, predicted to well, win, but then you, they always disappoint. I, I just when you have the when you have the the reach of the fan base that those two programs have, hate, of I course, hate both of them. I I'm not saying that <laughs> I, I like understand. either of them. I'm just saying that you know, from a like a statistical standpoint, I mean, Dallas calls themselves America's team. Which is stupid. It's silly. It should be the Patriots, even though I hate the Patriots. They're the ones that do win every single year. Right, but, uh, I mean, like, the Cowboys claim to be America's team. There's no doubt about it that the, the Michigan fan base travels extremely well out they of, out they of state. They, I mean, their alumni base is huge. Their alumni base is spread out all over the entire globe. Uh, you can literally go to any country in the world, and, and there's a chance that you'll see Maize and Blue somewhere. Yeah. Um, I mean... I, Okay, don't get me wrong. I think Zeke, hell of a talent ever since Ohio State. I, I think mean, he's energized. He, I think no. with this contract, he's energized. He's ready to prove that he's worth it. But and to me, is he ready for the first few weeks, like condition and all that? Like, but Le'Veon took and, the whole year off. He's ready. Well, don't worry. Zeke's ready. Don't worry. But, I mean, since Zeke's been in the NFL, he's led the league in rushing. Like for the since I mean, Zeke's he's ready. a great player. Zeke's like, ready. I, I, I hate, like, I'm not gonna, I don't hate to admit it. He is a great player. But my offensive player of the year, I'm going with the tight end. I'm going with Travis Kelsey. I think I, th- I mean, had one of the best seasons for a tight end last year behind Zach Ertz, who had just an insane amount of receptions. Like, but I think Travis Kelsey, as I said, Kareem Hunt's not there anymore. That workload's going to go to someone. I think Tyreek Hill is going to uh, get double coverage if he doesn't blow past the quarterbacks. I think Kelsey is set up for another big year. I can see 1,500 yards and over 10 touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I think... Tight end's quarterback's best friend. Exactly. I, th- I think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, yeah. 100% I mean, he's the best tight end in the league. Zach Ertz, very close second. I'm not so sure. Sh- I mean, okay. This year, I'm not so sure it's going to be a close second because Zach Ertz I mean, there's a lot a phys- more weapons on. From a physical standpoint of who I would okay. run on my team. I'm picking I would, Kelsey. Those, that I would... If, if I had... If I was... An NFL GM, and I was building a team from scratch, and I had my free reign pick of any tight end. My my top choice would be Kelsey. My second pick would be Ertz right now. I agree. And way down, Kittle. And then I probably go Kittle, and then OJ Howard. No, <laughs> I might go Ebron if he can catch I'm the not ball so, again. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think Ebron had a fluke last year. That's just me. I think Jack. It Doyle, is a fluke. I, I trust think, me. I watched him for plenty of years in Detroit. It, just, it was I a think, fluke season last year, but the dude's big and he can block and. In my offense, I don't need a tight end. I mean, I just don't think he's the best tight end on the team. I think Jack Doyle's better when healthy. But, yeah, I mean, Kelsey, my offensive player of the year. Now we shift to defensive player of the year. I think we're both in agreement on this one. We both have Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, unbelievable defender. I think you, you said the other day, he I'm ready. Wait to hit I, I'm ready and I can't wait to hit people. Dude, I would Would you take, like, I saw this on Twitter. If you would take, like, uh, $50,000 to take a hit of, from Khalil Mack with no pads on, and your eyes 50, have to be closed. $50,000. Yeah. And your eyes have to be closed. Full on speed from Khalil Mack. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I mean, I don't know how many injuries. 50000 With your eyes closed, it's actually probably better. 
well, than if you know it's coming. Because a lot of times, like, when you get... Well, you know it's coming regardless if your eyes are closed because yeah, you signed you, up to get hit. Yeah, but, like, you don't really know when. Um, but it's, like, it's kind of like if you're bracing for something, your body has, like, the ability to, like, try to, like, you know, like, brace for it. And, yeah, but and then you can injure yourself. Your yeah, no, but you can injure yourself. Whereas sometimes when you get hit and you're in an impact of some sort, if your body is just limp and your body can just, like, flow, you have more movement of, of your innards. And it's it's possible. I don't think you're breaking bones by getting hit by Khalil. Mack. I just think he's a. I think it's going to hurt. I think he's going to hurt. I think he's a semi truck. I'm like yeah, but I don't think you're breaking bones though. So I, I mean, would for fifty thousand dollars. I would probably without any. I would do it fifty thousand dollars with pads. No, without uh, pads. I would do it fifty thousand dollars with pads. Without pads, give me an extra twenty thousand. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Give me but an I, extra twenty twenty five thousand. <laughs> I, I think. Other than Mac, a surprise defensive player of the year. I'm not going to say Donald because he's always in the How conversation. How about this? How about this? $75,000 and I'll let Khalil Mack. I'll, I'll, I want pads on. Blindside? I want pads on. I'm going to take a snap. I'll take a five-step drop and he can hit me. Fair enough. But other than Mac, I mean, I think Miles Garrett from the Browns could be a defensive player of the year candidate. I mean, that dude's a freak. And that Cleveland Browns defense is special. They got a lot of players on that team, so but he is the standout of that group. Yeah, I actually have a Cleveland Brown player uh, winning my defensive rookie of the year. I got Greedy, Greedy. Williams. I got Greedy Williams winning my I defensive mean, rookie. Greedy, I mean, I was thinking about Greedy Williams. I'm not going to let Greedy Williams. I, I got Greedy. I'm shocked. And I took Greedy. <laughs> I'm shocked he dropped so far in the draft, but that is a really good defensive play, uh, rookie of the year pick. I With my rookie of the year pick, I'm going to go with Josh Allen in Jacksonville. I mean, you got uh, Calais Campbell... You got Ngakwe, Miles Jack. You got so many big. They got a great defense. But the fact that they got so many of those talented players on the front seven is going to leave some one-on-one matchups for Josh Allen. And Josh Allen has been killing it in the preseason. I think that one-on-one matchup with Josh Allen, he hasn't missed a game in college. I think this dude is healthy. This dude is going to be a freak. Oh, he's huge. And uh, I was watching the game, uh, the Jacksonville versus uh, the Dolphins game. And... I, th- I feel like every play, he was in the backfield. Oh, yeah. So. It, he, he, he's a prototype, I think. Yeah, I, I For think, an outside linebacker, he's a prototype. I Size, so. speed, talent, yeah. that's it. Yeah, speaking of Josh Allen, um, flip it to the <laughs> offensive Josh Allen and the guy who's going to be running behind him. I've got him at the Rookie of the Year. I think Devin Singletary is going to shine and be a huge bright spot for them. I think Frank Gore is a little bit old. I don't think he can take the workload anymore. I mean, Frank. Although Frank yeah, Gore no. has literally never not started a game in his career, I think They're at some split. point, at some point, Devin Singletary is going to be getting touches all yeah, game. No, I think Frank Gore's and Devin's going to split the carries in the first few uh, games. But Devin Singletary, dude, watching him down here at FAU. He, he was he was a stud. Like, 2,000 rushing yards. He, I think, one season ran for 32 touchdowns. And who's like, the best team that FAU plays? I mean, UCF <laughs> this year. I mean, they just played Ohio State. They right. put it up their own. I'm not going to lie. They, ever since Lane they started there, late. They started, they they started they, late. They were a second-half team, just like they were against Oklahoma last year. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm high on Devin Singletary. For my offensive rookie of the year, I'm, not, I'm going with another running back, Josh Jacobs, in the Oakland Raiders offense. John Gruden loves to run the ball. I think Josh Jacobs is going to go for over 200 carries. I think he can do 1,200 yards. But can he run Spider XY Banana? <laughs> but interesting enough, none of us chose Kyler Murray. No, I don't think he's going to be as great as people think. I think not be because good. of him. Not, I think just because of how terrible. I just think because of how terrible their offensive line is. 
the Cardinals have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And yes, his height might be an issue because of how bad their line is. But that's he's going to be pressured a lot. No, yeah, but since he's also mobile, maybe he might rush some throws, have some bad decisions. Of course, I mean, I mean they, they thought similarly of Baker Mayfield, but Baker made the right decisions. And but the Bears' offensive line is ten times more better. The Browns better than the Browns. I mean, the Browns, yeah, is way better than the Cardinals. And I just think Kyler, if they improve the offensive line, I think Kyler would be fine. I just think it's funny that they had in consecutive years two top ten picks in which they took quarterbacks from Oklahoma. Uh, no, uh, I'm. I mean, the quarterbacks from Oklahoma went number one overall yeah. in consecutive years. But I'm talking uh, about Josh uh, Rosen. I'm talking about the yeah, chosen the, Rosen, the Rosen, and and now uh, with Kyler Murray, that the the Cardinals took two quarterbacks in consecutive drafts uh, in the first round in the top ten and. Didn't do anything to improve their offensive line, know, really. So if you couldn't get it done with one guy, what this other guy is just magically going to be that much better that that it's going to work. That that your coach Cliff Kingsbury, who correct me if I'm wrong, was fired from his NCAA program, and the NFL is only now just trying to everybody in the NFL, all they're the GMs, trying to get the new Sean McVay. That's what they're trying to do. And like, and I just because he, he's a pretty boy, just like Sean McVay in an exactly. offensive mind, they think, oh, he's going to be successful. I, I mean, I think just because he has an offensive mind doesn't mean it's any good. I oh, mean, yeah. I, tech, you don't get fired from Texas tech and then somehow move to the, the NFL. I just don't understand how it works. I didn't, I, I didn't get it when it happened. I still don't get it. I still don't get it. It makes no sense. To I me. think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL. Maybe, with the Giants and the Redskins. No, there's no way. Uh, there's no way that they're the worst team in the NFL. I think they're going to be middle of the pack. Um, I don't think, I don't they're, think they're going to win play. more than four games. I think I think they'll be a 500 team. Oh, wow. I can see them being 500. I mean, I feel bad. Speaking of Josh Rosen, I feel bad for him. And he got shipped off to the Dolphins, and he's not even the starting quarterback there, which I think he should be. But the Dolphins also are in tanking mode. He will be. He will be. He will be in due time. But but the Dolphins are the Dolphins are selling the team. They're basically no, they're, they're they're pulling a Marlins. Yeah, I mean, also I think I feel bad for Rosen because since they're in the tanking mode, people are saying tanking for Tua. I don't think Tua is going to be an NFL quarterback. Oh, I think Tua is going to be a great NFL I quarterback. I don't think so. That's where we disagree. That's where we disagree. But I also I want to give Josh Rosen a proper opportunity. He got a really bad opportunity with the Cardinals, and now he's getting an even worse opportunity with the Dolphins because. They're getting rid of the whole offensive team. It, it, yeah, they, I mean, they got rid of a they got rid of a great left tackle. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil was a top ten left tackle. In the they league. got rid of a great left tackle without ever even trying to get this quarterback on the field. So and they got rid of one doing. of his weapons and Kenny Stills. Regardless, yeah. we still got we still have two two uh, awards to, to talk about here. So let's not get too far off track with with you know down the rabbit holes. Um, we got Coach of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year. Which one do you want to do first, Mike? Let's do Comeback. Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, comeback Player of the Year. This is where I, I have a toss-up. I don't really know who who's going to take this award home, but I've got a toss-up between two quarterbacks, uh, between Carson Wentz and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that you know Aaron Rodgers' re- resurgence with this new offense is going to be great. Carson Wentz, of course, you know, habitually injured, so... It's, uh, you think he's going to stay healthy for at least 14 games? If game? he stays healthy, I think he can be the comeback player of the year. If he's not healthy, it's probably going to be Rodgers, in my eyes. Um, who do you got? I got an obvious, simple choice. Le'Veon Bell hasn't played at all <laughs> last year. And 
if he, I think, rushes for 900 yards, that could classify him as comeback player of the year. Yeah, I mean, in that same respect, people who didn't play last year, Darius Geis, comeback player of the year, maybe. I mean, he played one preseason game. <laughs> what are you really coming back to? Um, I so, think Geis is going to be a stud. I think he's going to be really good. This is what happens when when you don't put your phone on silence. Uh, no, sorry, I'm thing. a popular guy. <laughs> one message, yeah, silence your phone. Um, but... Uh, Darius Geis, I mean, he's on both. He's on both my fantasy teams, so yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I've got high hopes for him as well. But uh, as you said earlier, like, can we classify him as comeback if he's never played a game? That's that's my big question. So I think um, yes, honestly, because he has played in an NFL quote I mean, unquote, in Vegas, game in Vegas. You can you can bet on it. So so I guess it's possible. Is he going to win it? No, because <laughs> you got bigger names. That's the issue. Um, coach of the year. Who you got going? Coach of the year. On it, as I said earlier, I'm coming back to his name, Frank Reich. I think. Losing luck, and I still believe they're a 10-9-1 team. If they do win 10 or 9 games, he's going to be the coach of the year. Because no one is expecting them to make the playoffs, and they have an opportunity to still make the playoffs, and I think that he's going to be coach of the year. Yeah, I don't think there's, uh, I don't think that's a bad option. I, I really like Freddie Kitchens. I think the, Freddie... The Freddie sexy Kitch- choice. I don't know about the sexy choice. I mean, if, if he can put all of these all of these characters together on his team uh, and he can get them all to play together. If the defense steps up and plays the way that, that I believe that they're capable of playing, uh, then, I mean, I think Miles Garrett alone can stop runs. Oh, yeah. um, and then they got Katie Williams. They've got, and uh, Vernon, who's a great linebacker as well. Yeah. I mean, they've got, if they can, if they can put it all together, they can make the playoffs. I think he's got, I think he's got a good shot at being coach of the year. See, and the thing is, you talked about the characters. I mean, I think actually think it would be easier to. I think contain. they all like each other. Not only that, Odell only had this diva esque like characteristics in New York because he was unhappy there. He's with his best friend in Jarvis Landry, yeah. both at LSU. Now they're back in Cleveland, and they, they like to have they fun. Baker likes other. to have fun. Yeah, this is a fun team. Yeah. They're not under the New York media. The least fun player on the team might be Nick Chubb. And that's that's probably only because I don't know about it. I love. I bet, no, I I, bet he's. I bet he's super fun. And, no, I, and, I and, we love, just and we just don't hear about it because he's overshadowed by no, by these other, other personalities. Other than college, my lasting image of Nick Chubb is his draft day party at Buffalo Wild Wings. It was great. I loved it. He was just chilling up. We're gonna have to beep that out because they don't sponsor us yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so we just had a prediction for awards. So who do you believe is the AFC, who's going to be playing in the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship, and then ultimately meeting in the Super Bowl? The AFC Championship, I have a very familiar matchup. It's very similar to things that happened in the past, uh, the Patriots and the, the Chiefs. Um, I, I just don't think that either of them are slowing down. Uh, even with uh, Kareem Hunt being gone. There's still so many offensive weapons. They just have weapons. Um, and... And I think when you can put up those kind of numbers, it's hard for other teams to keep up with you. Uh, New England, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. You can't pick away from them. It, it's like uh, I don't want to say a creature of habit at this point, but it. It's definitely. It seems like it's it's more it's more common than not for them to be there. Mm-hmm. So they're my NFC pick or my AFC picks. My NFC, I've got the Rams and the Packers. Um, and I've got those because I think this resurgence, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a lot of fun in this new offense. Um, and I think when Aaron Rodgers is having fun, everybody else on their team is having fun. Uh, they're going to gel. Uh, it's, it's a matter of whether or not their defense. Discount, double check. 
discount double check, the belt, it's coming in. The mustache. Yeah. And the Rams, uh, I just, I don't, I don't see the Rams slowing down at all. Uh, they've got a superb defense, even with the loss of Sue. They brought in uh, Eric Weddle. Uh, they've got, they've got a whole bunch of, they've got Their weapons. defense got better. Yeah. Um, and their defense didn't live up to expectations last year. They gave up a lot of points. And that main the game was always close for the offense, but yeah, the defense got better, so I think it would be easier for the offense. Yeah, and Goff just signed for a whole bunch of money, a hundred hundred million guaranteed for a quarterback. Yeah. So he signed for he signed for a hundred million guaranteed. Zeke has what fifty million guaranteed? Yeah, around that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to play football, be a quarterback. Be a quarterback, <laughs> or even a wide receiver rather than a running back. I mean, yeah. running it's, backs short lived, and that's the issue. Yeah, but I mean, as far as the money goes, you want to be a quarterback. So, um, so who who do you have in the Super Bowl, and who's winning it? Well, I I don't have the the rematch of the the Rams and the Patriots. I'm I actually think that uh, Kansas City is going to beat New England in that game. Uh, as good as as New England's defense, and you know, let someone go and replace and pick and replace, and as good as they are at that and finding ways to stop people, and I just I think it's the year for Andy Reid. I think it's the year for Andy Reid. He's going to, I think, as they get into the Super Bowl, I think they're probably going to play. Uh, I'd like to see him play the Rams just because I think it'd be a fun matchup, but I. We thought it was going to be a fun matchup with the Rams and Patriots last year. Well, I thought it was going to be the Patriots. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Patriots and the Saints. It should have been the Saints. Um, but uh, I think they'll probably play Green Bay. And I think Kansas City versus Green Bay will be a great game. The game is down in Miami, so there'll be good weather in February. Uh, it's it'll be a great game. I think Kansas City is going to pull it off. I really hope that they win it all. I think it'd be exciting to see Andy. You're Reed. all in on Mahomes this year. Sounds like I I am I am all in on Mahomes, and and I don't see why other people aren't. Um, I think the weapons are there. You're all in on Kelsey. That's his not, that, so I don't see why why we can't come together and, and agree on this one. I mean, I'm not in disagreement on AFC. My my AFC championship game. I have. The Chiefs playing as well, but I actually don't have the Patriots. I have the Chargers. I have an AFC West matchup. It's going to be the third matchup they have in the year, I think. I mean, Phillip Rivers, he's just getting better every year. It's he's getting his, older bolo every year tie, his bolo tie, he should be wearing during every game. They his, do have a great defense. They have a great defense, and Darwin James is missing the first few weeks of, uh, of the season. But once he comes back, it just solidifies their defense even more, and it's just... They do have a little bit of a drop-off between Melvin Gordon and then Austin Eckler and Jackson, but I think those two can pick up his workload, and they have great receivers. Mike Williams, I think, is a stud. Keenan Allen, if healthy, he's great. But I have the Chiefs winning. (laughs) Keenan Allen said the dumbest things I've ever heard, though. Keenan Allen is not a smart guy. But still, I have the Chiefs winning, and I have them meeting a matchup between, I say a rematch of last year's NFC game, the Saints and the Rams, and this time... That penalty that should have happened, I think the Saints are going through. So I have a Drew Brees Pat Mahomes matchup, what a bunch of people wanted to see, which a lot of people wanted to see last year. And I actually have the Saints winning and Drew Brees getting a second Lombardi trophy. I think it's going to be a repeat. I think the last time he won a trophy was in Miami. Was it? I don't remember, I don't remember I believe, where it is. Where it was, it was. Either, but yeah, I, th- I believe so. But. I think Drew Brees is also due for just one more Super Bowl before he retires, and this is the best team he can win it with. Yeah, I, 
I mean, there's always a chance. There's always a chance when you have Drew Brees. Always a chance. And then you have Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. Absolutely. I mean, their offensive weapons match up just as well as yeah, Chiefs' they, offensive They grabbed uh, Latavius Murray Good to, backup. Uh, to, and to Jared, take over for... And Jared Cook, who is a huge upgrade from Benjamin Watson at tight end. Even though people don't love Cook, but still, like I no, I like Cook. I like Cook. He's been my fantasy tight end before. He was a great t- uh, fantasy tight end last year. People were shocked. Even Matthew Barry, the fantasy guru, who said he hates Jared Cook, admitted he was wrong. So, but I, but this is just once again predictions. Anything can happen. Of course, but you know what? That's what we got going on. Hopefully, they'll uh, stay true. One of us could be right, and uh, I say either of us can. Easily be right. Neither uh, of us could easily be wrong because let's get let's be honest. Patriots can win it again as well. Yeah, nothing's easy in this league. That's <laughs> like, for sure. Especially when the Patriots and Tom Brady are playing. So, um, speaking of the Patriots, you see this uh, HBO's coming out with a documentary about uh, about Saban and Belichick. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I mean, you have two of the best coaches of all times in their respective sport. I oh, mean, and they coach together they in, in Cleveland. Um, they've got a great friendship. Um, they're both brilliant, they brilliant, brilliant coaches. They are brilliant. Um, so I just speaking of how brilliant the coaches of Belichick. Like, do you believe? I could get a lot of hate for this. It's just a question. It's not that I believe it. Do you believe that Tom Brady is a system quarterback, or do you actually believe he's the goat? Like, do you believe that a like, a Jared Stidham could insert himself into this Patriots offense with Bill Belichick being the coach and succeed just as, I'm not going to say as much as a high level, but, like, a really Pro Bowl, like, 4,000 yards. Do you believe that it's the system that Belichick uses? Well, I think Belichick's system is more geared towards the defense. Um, so I don't necessarily know that they could win with any quarterback. Um, that's why I think what's so, so amazing about the Patriots is how they replenish defense every year. Um, it doesn't matter who they lose on defense. Who Even they, like, the coach, Flores. Exactly. Um, Patricia. Exactly. I mean, they lose defensive coaches. They lose defensive players all the time. And it's the defensive scheme that really is what keeps them on top. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, is a phenomenal, phenomenal quarterback. And I, I think there, there does have to do something with his ability to make reads down the field and make checkdowns and, you know, being smart with the ball, knowing where to go with it, uh, knowing when to throw it away, uh, and when to check down. He can read a defense pre-snap better than anybody else. Um, so, I mean, to say that Tom Brady is a system quarterback, I think he benefits from having that defense. Absolutely. But I don't think that the Patriots system is an offensive system. I mean, they've lost... I, the biggest thing about their offense is really the fact that he gets set up for success mm-hmm. and then he can execute. Uh, McDaniel's sets him up. I for think McDaniel's is a great offensive coach. He Brilliant. should be an NFL coach by now. But I think when he was going to take the Colts' job, I think Belichick said, "Wait a few more years until I retire, and then the Patriots' team's yours." The other thing is that I mean, he was a head coach. He he was he a head was coach with of, Denver, right? Yeah, he was the head coach in Denver, and admittedly didn't do as well as as he had hoped. And I, I think getting your feet wet at that point definitely helped him become a little bit more well rounded. Uh, I don't know exactly the inner workings, but uh, to me it seemed like a little bit like he wasn't prepared at that time to be able to uh, oversee both an offense and a defense. I think he's so offensively minded mm-hmm. that, that his focus 
was was truly on the offense, and and it let their defense slack in Denver, um, which is why when he came back to be the offensive coordinator in New England, things just started clicking again. And when things start clicking like that, uh, you can just get on a roll and, and win five championships. So it's it's just one of those things. I think as far as a system goes, I think. I, can't, I don't think you can say Tom Brady's a part of the Belichick system because the Belichick system, to me, is defense. Fair enough. I mean, it was just a question. It's not that I believed it or not. It's just I've been hearing it a few times through other people. I'm like, do I believe Tom Brady is the GOAT? Not necessarily. I think there's been better quarterbacks than him. Is he a, a top three, four, five quarterback of all time? Yes. But it's hard. It, it's just like any sport. It's hard to pick the number one player. Well, because these sports are so generational, I mean, it's like, you but have, Tom Brady's our generation. Exactly. Is he, the, still, is he the best of our generation? Yes. I mean, Peyton Manning, four MVPs. He was, He's a Super Bowl champ as well. I get he doesn't have the six Super Bowl rings, five Super Bowl rings. But, like, what's he his head-to-head record against Tom? I don't know by heart. But I'm also telling you, if I believe if Peyton Manning was on this Patriots and said Tom Brady, he would have eight, nine rings. It's like, very, I, I mean, it's very possible. Uh, it's, I mean, you're... Aaron you're, Rod, you're a piece I mean, of where you're a piece of where you're drafted. Um, it, it's the same way that yeah, it, number one overall, I get it, six rounds. <laughs> but like, no, no, no. I mean, like, does the team that you get drafted to, you're a product of them. I mean, think about this. Uh, Jared Goff, who just got signed for a hundred million dollars, uh, guaranteed money, uh, was terrible in his first season because his coach was yeah. Jeff Fisher, who was not an offensive who coach, hit, who, who hit successful who get him to, who couldn't get him to succeed. But now that he has an offensive coach, now that he he's got his wheels turning. He's a top quarterback in the league, so you you're, you have to in somewhat but in it, somewhat you have to fit into the system that you're drafted into, and there are plenty of people out there who have had the talent but not been put in the right positions, and right. and it hurts people and it hurts that, that way. So true. I mean, just I do like as you said, talent, Tom Brady had the perfect storm. I think the perfect storm. I, yeah, as you said, talent drafted in wrong situations. He I was think drafted that's as a Josh backup. Rosen. I think Josh Rosen is a. A big talent, but he drafted really, to a bad situation, and he's now on an even worse situation. As I said earlier, it, it, yeah, it does matter where you get drafted. I, I mean, mean, Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round as a seventh round, whatever it was. Six, as, yeah, as, and he wasn't even Yeah, he, he was drafted as he got, to be he got in because of an injury. And the same with Dak Prescott. Got mm-hmm. in because people thought Tony Romo was going to be the starting quarterback of the, like, for three more years. Yeah, and he got injured, and Dak Prescott came in and hasn't looked back since. Do I believe Dak Prescott is great? No, I think he's a really good, good game man, uh, general. I think having Zeke and Amari Cooper is going to help him a lot. I think if Zeke didn't sign the contract, I don't think he's he the best ha- quarterback in Texas. No, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Like, oh no, but I'm saying like having Zeke back benefits everyone. Dak, even everyone, but even Dak the most because when Zeke was out those six games in uh, like two years ago, Dak was nothing special. Well, yeah, because when you don't have to defend the run. Well, that's what, I'm, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think if you, I mean, if you have a good running back, yeah, it's going to set you up for success. But sometimes, most of these quarterbacks don't always have great running backs. Like Tom Brady's never really had a great running back. That's true. Well, he doesn't need him. That's but that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just don't. That's why I, that's service. me saying. That's why I don't think Dak Prescott is going to be. Great without a good running back. Right. He needs a serviceable running back in New England. That's it. Sony Michelle, I think, is going to be more than a serviceable running back. Okay. And you have James White as a PPR monster with all those receptions. Yeah, like, James, and James White straight vulturing touchdowns from yeah. people, which is great. Um, but it, 
it, it, like you said, though, I mean, no superstar running back has been there. And it, it just it goes to show you that when you have the right coaches and the right players and everybody buys into the system, you can win as many games as possible. You can, you can sometimes even go 16 and up. That's not going to happen again, I don't believe. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's going to happen again, but it happened before. Um, so, and it has to do with, you know, the perfect storm. Everything has to be moving at the right time. You have to not have injuries. Uh, there's so many different factors that take you from week one to week 16, week 17, the playoffs, through the playoffs. There's just so much uncertainty at this point, but uh, we've got our predictions in, and, uh, you know, I hope uh, one of us becomes right. And for average height, guys, I'm Mike. I'm Dirk. Hope you guys have a great week.